Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. This week we have Mr. Ray Condi with us. Ray's a drummer. Yeah, drummer. For for the lack of getting into uh, subgenres and stuff, it's death metal that you're pretty much like the more of the death metal. And I want to get into that a little bit too. I have some questions for you about that. But that's basically what the uh, the you know the the average person. That's what you would tell them, right? Pretty much death metal. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. And you do both drums and vocals, and sometimes simultaneously in some of these bands, because you're in several bands, and we'll go over all that also. Yes, yes, sir. Um, so anyways, Ray Condi also might be familiar to some people because your father was also in the music scene for a long period of time. Oh, yeah. Real local, kind of like a legend. Lots of people know who he is also. Yep, yep. And so. so that was part of the reason I was in, I got interested in you to be honest because I was familiar with your dad's name and I'm like really it's this kid so you get him down here but you're you're not definitely doing the same kind of music as pops or anything like that no uh, but he taught me a lot taught you a lot about everything too oh yeah big time so how long have you been doing all this when did you start when did you start getting involved uh, in this how did you how does this all begin well I guess it all starts with him right um, growing up in the house with tons of guitars and. His bands, you know, I have really early memories of uh, kind of falling asleep, like, in my little, like, nook, like, while he's practicing with his friends and stuff like that, you know, rehearsing for gigs. And my mom was, like, a total rocker chick, too. And <laughs> they had my sister in high school and stayed together and, like, you know, the whole story. So I really grew up around music. Uh, and as soon as I could, they put an instrument in my hand. And drums was the one that I gravitated to. And so he bought me a drum set, like, Probably five, six years old, something like that. Wow, a mini kit. Yep. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Now, do you think? Do you think, like, when you drums? Okay, for instance, drummers are a lot of times attracted to the kind of music that you play because of the the complicity and the drumming of metal type drumming. It's mm-hmm. very complex. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, do you feel like because you started drums off at such an early age that that kind of took you into the direction of the music that you ended up kind of going to? Or do you think naturally the music was just that and then drums and that just kind of naturally kind of coincided? Well, the music that I was getting hit over the head with so much with my dad was kind of hard to begin with. I mean, he's an acoustic guy, you know, in his later days, but uh, he was in like Rush cover bands and Van Halen cover bands and stuff like that. So I was really uh exposed to kind of a harder side of stuff from the from the get-go you know like my parents liked all types of music i remember my mom like listening to a lot of like billy holiday and stuff like that but then uh you know we'd get van halen on the other days blasting through the the stereo so i think that combined with the drums combined with you know i was like a skater from a really early age and then it just kind of takes takes it's naturally yeah right 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 punk and all that and being a young kid from Cleveland, you know, as soon as you start skating and stuff, you see like mushroom head shirts, and you know, it just kind of goes there. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yep. I just want to, I just wanted to add in real quick is that just because you're a drummer, uh-huh. that's that drums that you hear in the background. We didn't plan that. Okay. Yeah, we don't have our <laughs> guests like a guitar player come in here and hey guys, play guitar in the background for them. <laughs> <'Cause, okay. laughs> yeah, this is like my yeah. B, my B roll from earlier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like just like a, for the intro. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got the drums. He's just a little late. I'm a lot better than this. Yeah. So, um, what's interesting about metal is like I was I, I went through metal too, uh, but mm-hmm. the beginning of the the not just metal I shouldn't just call it metal. I'm talking about the death metal, the beginning of it, the early '80s and stuff. Venom, Exodus, yep. mm-hmm. 
Slayer when they first came yeah, out, and, and they're the great. Thrash to death metal. Yes, when it all yep. started, that, that's when I was heavily into it. I was yep. like, ah. And then as I got older, I kind of fell off, of course, more yeah. and more. Mm -hmm. And now I couldn't even tell you. And one thing that's happened with that whole entire thing, you know, back then it, the genre thing was just beginning. You know, mm -hmm. like it was death metal, black metal. Mm -hmm. um, there was just a couple genres that were like spinning off of the whole thing. Now mm -hmm. there's a thousand zone genres. Now here's what I want to know mm -hmm. because I can't I, I can't tell the difference between a lot of them mm -hmm. personally. And you're somebody who's in five different bands right now. Mm -hmm. You're 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 you should be a connoisseur of this. Can you can you if I play you a song, mm -hmm. can you be like that's grindcore? Yeah. Like like and know like where that fits. Yeah, yeah. For uh, short answer, yes. Uh, long answer, it's it'll be debated also. By, oh, yeah, I mean, good point. Good point. It's all about like a timbre or like a feeling, you know. But um. It also has to do with, you know, if you pick up that package and it's packaged a certain way, it could sound one way, and then someone's like, that's death. No, that's black, you know. It, oh, because, it, it's, because still, it's got an upside-down cross on it or something? That's like automatically that. yep. puts it into a black model type thing? It can, you know. It's it's super esoteric, even to this day. It's even more so to this day. Let me talk about some of the bands here. All right. So I'm, I'm going to read these because there's there's a lot of them, and some of them are very complex names. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, for instance, Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus, indeed, yep. Um, tell me a little bit about that. That's, that's that. That's. So, but what, what would you classify that band as? That for? is true death metal. Okay. No subgenres, none of that. We try to be just the representation of a death metal band. And you just do drums in that band? Just drums in that band. Yeah, I've been with this band probably a little over a year now. Um, I'm their second drummer. Uh, this is the first band I've ever joined that I didn't start too. So. Oh really? Yeah, that was. So you joined into this band. So you like these guys. I mean, obviously, this is something that you, you, you got into, so this is a little different for you. Yeah. So my previous band was also, you know, death metal, no subgenres. And uh, we played gigs with these guys and stuff. I knew them and all that. And they lost a drummer and called me, and it was a great fit. But, it, yeah, like I said, this is the first time I ever had to learn, like, a whole album and stuff like that. Right, right. Some, that somebody else, else wrote. And, uh, yeah, it was a challenge for sure. Are you a songwriter also? Do you do you tend to write a lot of this music that you play in these bands that you start? Do you tend to like write the songs also, or do you I mean, collaborate a lot? You know, with the metal, it always starts with a riff, right? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, all my bands, it seems like we build it out together. Do you learn? Do you know any guitar? Mm, not enough to contribute to that. Yeah. I know enough to talk and say, eh, this, 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 but not to show them. You yeah, know? I got you. Yeah. Hand, you haven't developed your hands to play yeah. really well because you, yeah. you're a drummer, Yeah, <laughs> for instance. Yeah. Um, so... How is how is it okay? Let me just start over again. Yep. So, sarcophagus, mm -hmm. orphaned. Yeah. Another or band. Yep. That one. Uh, we've only been going for about a year or two. But that's. Uh, this is one of those weird subgenre ones that can get real, uh, real, uh, really murky really fast. Um, so we're kind of like a hardcore black metal. It's really weird. Uh, it's really hard to the average listener. It'll sound like black metal though. Oh really? Really oppressive. Uh, that's and 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 that really comes on to lyrically. I, I think a lot, right? I mean, like yeah, that's sometimes. really about and, and visually, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not so much musically. Yes, yes, I would, I would I would think so. I mean, there 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 is a certain, uh, like you know, the scary evil always tries to, yeah, show align its, itself with black love, uh, metal and stuff like that. And like, yeah, we're more of a hardcore aesthetic, but 
it sounds scary and evil and black metal. That's the easiest way to put it. So, like, look, so, okay. So when you're doing this kind of music, I guess this guess it's really like no other music, but when you're doing something like this, what, what makes you want to join so many bands and start so many bands? Like what, at what point, okay, like for instance, you got four, you're at four. At what point do you, are you like, I need a fifth? Like how, how do you get to that point where, especially since a lot of this is kind of doing similar things as to another one, just yeah. with a different group of guys. Is that what it is? You just. Well, you know, they always say like every scene in every city is like five drummers and 20 other guys right it's, yeah it's, right. so that's kind of what happens is you get a lot of calls once you start playing gigs and because uh the, you know the the venn diagram of guys that are able to play the double bass and all that and willing to be a good bandmate and put in the hours is small so once you get a reputation of being one of those guys you get the call all the time i can see yes and i just like staying busy like as simple as that i like having a full schedule and having five band practices a week sometimes and you know a gig on top of that i just you don't wear out man you're, you're, every once in a while yeah it you burn out a little you know, bit like one of those when it lines up where I, like i have two gigs a week and it's during the work week yeah like you know sometimes that'll that'll wear on you and you get you get the bed at you know one. yeah yeah and, but um no, other than that, I, I, I don't like twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> so yeah, another thing I think people ask of themselves a lot, especially when they hear this kind of music for the first time or the mm-hmm. first few times you hear it, because your ear has to adjust to death metal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody that's been used to pop or something, something high-produced type uh, music that's poppy and stuff, when you hear that music, it, it, it's, a, it's a shock to your system, and a mm-hmm. lot of people have an adjustment period to it and everything, yeah. especially the vocal, right? Right. I think a lot of people don't think that those vocals are actually people actually doing what they're doing. A lot of it's effect. I think a lot of people believe a lot of it is. And I think some bands use effects and stuff like yep, that also. Yep. But I, I think the best of the best, no. Right. Yep. That they're they're up there because. Yep. Because they can produce they can those, do it. those weird gutturals. Yeah. And, and sound like they're in a sewer. and Yeah. But, <laughs> but, 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 but yeah. But yep. I mean, like, do it. Yeah. Do a whole night of it. And then yeah. do it again. Yeah. And you're doing it. Yeah, I mean, it. So how how does that work? I mean, think when I, I'm like, when I'm thinking about like somebody who's raw, oh, yep. and then and then doing it again and again and again, doesn't it? Technique, man. It all comes down to that. There are guys that do it wrong and blow their shit out every night, um, and they don't last, man. They just simply don't last. You have to learn how to be able to get up there every night and not shred the shit out of your throat. Is there just like a, a level, a balance that you have to like yep. not? past that that threshold there's things you like push from your stomach stuff like that instead of you know being real throaty and pushing from the top of your head like so that's how you get a headache and like polyps and shit but um yeah i mean especially it, it has a lot to do too with um the stuff that i do is a lot lower like you know like the real low register stuff yeah that's a little easier to not blow your throat out really because you got to push from your diaphragm and stuff like that uh, those guys that do those shrieks seems to be the ones that uh, kill themselves. Yeah, with the vocally, yep. vocally. Yep. And there's, you know, you hear about death metal singers like having to quit smoking and getting all the surgery and stuff like that. Like that, that happens for sure. You know. Yeah. Then you got a guy like Millie from Creator who's been doing it for since I was into Creator, right. which yep. was like in the '80s. That he, they're still, they're still touring, dude. I, I, every time I see one of these old legacy death metal bands like Nile or something like that, yeah. And these guys are fifty and the best vocalists I've ever heard. And yeah, I, just I don't can't believe it, man. Yeah, I mean, so I guess that's loud. proof though you can do it and, yeah. and have it. 
And it's, it is a technique and everything. So yeah. how do you learn that technique? You can't go to – there's no vocal coaching for this, well, is there? Well, I mean, th- these days there's probably a million YouTube things, but – um, yeah, that's true. God, you know, you know what, actually? I, I think when I started realizing that I could do it – um, I work in a machine shop, as you know, and uh, I sit there at my machine and I practice what I'm listening to, you know? Right, right. I got no one around me. There's machines whirring and shit, so – uh, that's when it started to come together. When, you know, I take off my headphone real quick and be like, oh, well, that actually sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're in the car, and you tr- start trying to mimic certain registers of certain guys. Oh, I want to sound like Cannibal Chords. Oh, I want to sound like Deicide. And then, you're like, you know, it starts to all come together, and that's how you get those techniques, and you learn the t- tips and tricks. Like, when I started trying to mimic people, I think that's when I really learned a lot. That, so isn't that, is, is that the case, even with drumming, too? Yeah. Is that how you kind of learned how to be a better drummer was to play other people's drumming? And then all of a sudden sure. you're like, man, oh, pushes yeah. you, right? It pushes yeah. you into directions. That- yeah, I mean, growing up uh, covering, like, those Rush songs with my dad and stuff. Like, yeah, right. it, was it, it Was that a big influence was, was Pert? Yeah. It, I mean, I'm not the hugest Rush fan. You know, I'm not a super fan or anything like that. I don't listen to them very much but they're in my dna you know like yeah right i grew up trying to learn the whole like hemispheres album and stuff like that and playing them did you do it oh yeah i could play it <laughs> the whole album you did hemispheres? i used to be able to get through that whole album probably not perfect but uh i could probably still get through most that's of it. the that's the album too. that's the one right yeah, yeah. Man, like, <laughs> you can play that whole thing it's, man. yeah so that, that that really imp- uh, like imprinted a lot on me that and my dad was really into dave matthews so oh. C- carter buford man amazing learning those kind of more gospel choppy stuff uh yeah did a lot for me what about as far as now like the metal guys that are out there what who, who are those ones that got you um so when i got into metal i was more into that i'm of the age where it was the the core stuff you know like the breakdowny kind of clean stuff so in high school i was listening to that stuff um bands like uh, august burns red or something like that um but then when i got into this more classic death metal sound which is only honestly the past like five six years of my life uh yeah i mean cannibal corpse was a big one because that's just kind of that's everybody's um entrance into the the, to the old school you know right um but yeah so cannibal corpse deicide anything i already mentioned like that those are the ones that really got to me yeah so i mean do you are you still like practicing all the time now or yeah. oh really i mean like you still drive to get by didn't like i mean like you're, you're real fast with double bases i mean you've got you've got a lot of it down but you i don't think you guys can really drummers like that do this can really take a break from it right i mean like it do you, i mean if you did you ever have a situation where you had to take a week off or something yeah. come back to it and you're like holy fuck all the time oh really yeah i i feel like i'm more of a streaky guy than others are i have friends that like don't practice and they're better than me and it's like that drives you crazy. Fuck you, man. <laughs> so you yeah. feel, you really got to work at oh, it to keep I it. I have to work so hard. If I there are times where I feel like I have to take a week off, for sure, and like everything just resets. That's good. certain like balance things, you know. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I can't like point with my toes today. I can't feel right on the seat. And then I, you know, just be like, walk away for a couple days, dude. And then I come back and everything's fine. You know, that happens absolutely still. Um, but like I said, being in five bands, sometimes I just have practice you know and, and i'm not going to cancel <laughs> yeah right 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 yeah so um immoral rope another mm-hmm. band you're in yeah it's a band where you do drums and vocals yep. together at the same time so this one i i just started shit um my so nox is my old band my guitar player grant 
I'm also in sperm with him. Um, Great name. And now I'm in a moral rope with him. He's kind of like my sidekick. He's, uh, uh, I got he, you. We like all the same music, and we wanted to start a specifically a war metal band. War metal is like Blasphemy, if you've ever heard of them, or uh, Myst- like any of the South American stuff, like Mystifier and stuff. It's like, it's black metal. Sounds a little more death metal to the ear. It's really aggressive black metal. I think that's the easiest way to put it. So, yeah, I started that band about a year ago. Um, just recorded a, an EP, got a label for it, hopefully. And uh, it's kind of my baby right now. It's my favorite project if I have to pick one because it, it's one that I started myself. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, but you said all of them except for uh, Sarcophony, right? Sarcophagus, right? That's yeah. the only one that you didn't. That one was already going. Yeah. But even the ones that I started as the first drummer, kind of not my project. Oh, I you see know? what you're saying. Yeah, this yeah, one yeah, is yeah. my, like, brainchild. That's your baby? Yeah. This is the one you pay the most attention to? Would you say without offending other bands? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the one that I spend the most time thinking about. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do you have a, a part in writing in each one of these bands? Also, like as far as mm-hmm. the writing part, did you play a part in bring bringing stuff to the table? Yeah. Now, you're not bringing just drums to the table, right? Mm-hmm. When you're bringing a song, how do you how do you convey your ideas to the band when you're you're thinking of a guitar part or something mm-hmm. for the song? Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of times we just like use references, you know, like, uh, you know, that part that sounds like that monstrosity lead or that, you know, that, that, that cannibal bomb blast part, you know, yes. stuff like that. You Do know? you actually name stuff sometimes by the, what it sounded like? We have had, uh, <laughs> we, we've had, uh, dry erase boards. It just says like, yeah, cannibal corpse times two. Uh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone knows what that and, means, yeah, yeah. right? Single sugar bomb times one. It's like, okay, it, like, it's funny. I've taken pictures of them. Yeah, that's right. That's funny. what it is. But that's how you guys do it, pretty much. And then, yeah. and then you just kind of like piece it all together. And- or it's like a time thing because I'll be like, uh, you know, threes. Let's 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 go into threes instead of fours here. You know, stuff like that. Like, I can talk in drummer speak. You know. Yeah, right. Stuff right, like right, that. Right, right. Yep. Death metal, extraordinaire here in the local area. I guess you could say <laughs> does it all. Plays the drums. He does vocals. He's in five different bands. And talking to you, though, you, you, you do a little more than just the death metal thing, and you do a little more than just this. I remember when I was into into the death metal scene a little more, mm-hmm. I was very tunnel vision. I was like, death metal or nothing, poser, poser, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But not you. you, you you're, I think yeah. you've, you you kind of started off being influenced also in in a certain way. and, and Yeah. Um, uh, one band we haven't mentioned yet that's maybe my favorite band ever is Genesis. Really? Really into Genesis. Peter Gabriel era Genesis. Uh, so, yeah, the whole prog thing kind of takes me into a lot of different realms. Yeah, because... more psychedelic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, like what else? I mean, like, uh, there's a lot... Because the reason I ask that is because I love Genesis also. I love that old Genesis stuff a lot. But the one thing about when you get into the progressive stuff is how different it all is. It's like it's like mm-hmm. it's not it, it's it's considered prog, but it's only because of the it's a progressive thing. Right. It's not really how it sounds or whatever. They all sound right. different, very different. Yep. Um. So. So where did prog take me? Yes. All right. So <laughs> you asked the yeah. question. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I was pretty into prog metal for in high school and stuff like that. Uh, Between the Buried and Me is a a band that I was really into. They're, like, super avant-garde. Uh, they do, like, blast beats, and then they'll do, like, a hoedown. Like, super weird, you know? Oh, cool. They tour with, like, Dream Theater and stuff like that, and their drummers, when they were on that tour, do, like, dual solos and stuff like that. They're very much one of those prog metal bands. Um, but I 
with my prog stuff, I kind of went more into the psychedelic realm. Uh, I got really into like some of that old like shoegaze type stuff and and uh, like slower dronier stuff, uh, like Jesus Lizard and bands like that, and uh, even like er- early Melvins type stuff. Oh, like those that types of like that, yeah, that, that real heavy mm-hmm. kind of like more psychedelic, long drawn out, yeah, stuff. Um, even like electronic, like I, I, uh, all, I'm also a DJ. And I got really into like techno and house music and even like ambient, like Brian Eno stuff like that. I still buy a ton of records like that. And yeah, so that's another big part of me. Have you ever considered like getting into that music as far as playing it or anything like that or or creating it or? So I used to uh, gig out a lot for DJing. I only play vinyl, um, but yeah, I had like out of state gigs and stuff and really club nights and stuff. Yeah. You like three hour slots and. One time I had like an eight hour gig, all vinyl. <laughs> but why, why, why? So why not do that more? Is it just something you don't enjoy as much, and you don't have enough time to do that? Yeah, there's so like you know everything. You got to play a game with everything. It, I'm I like playing the metal game. I like dealing with all the band stuff. I like dealing with the bookings. Uh, with the DJ world, I didn't <laughs> so much. Uh, I got you. There's a lot more um, dealings with that you didn't care for. Yeah. Yeah, that's the easiest way to put it. Uh, but like, and the whole vinyl thing is another big thing. Uh, I was when I was gigging a lot. You know, you have to buy new records. You can't be playing the same shit out all the time. Yeah, right. And vinyl is expensive, man. You know, the the dance music stuff is a little cheaper that I buy. Like, so I can get an LP for like you know under fifteen that has three tracks on it. Maybe I play one or two out. Um, it's not like buying you know a thirty dollar gatefold fucking testament. You know, yeah, right, LP, right, right. But um. It's still expensive, and there's a lot of DJs that only play digital now, so I'm up against that, too. You know. So is that what it is? You're just an analog person? Yeah, I think you're fighting the fight. It's the drummer thing and, like, you know, the band thing. I think I need something tactile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, a digital setup at home, too, and I don't even touch it, dude. Like, no kidding. I never. <laughs> so you have a recording setup at your house, though? I have, like, a whole tur- turntable sound system setup, and, yeah, it has, like, a USB and all that shit, and you can record right from my mixer and all that and yep so you so that's what you do you collect albums do you do, yeah. you do that also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i still buy a lot of records metal and not and uh i've actually had a couple metal dj gigs recently that was fun <laughs> how does so who hired you for that, how, how uh, does that work? there's a local place no class it used to be now, oh, yeah. that, now that's class yeah they do metal mondays and uh they asked me to do it a few weeks ago and it was really fun never did, did, never did, did that before <laughs> decent turnout and everything did people show up for yeah, that yeah my friends came and like, it's it's just like a you know, way to give some bodies in the door on a Monday, but uh, I'm I'm, I'm curious about that though. I mean, I'm like, there's, 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 is there really a place that's that's playing like metal all the time in their in their venue, and you could go there yeah. and that's the vibe when you go there like that? Is that exist right now? Not is really. There a place? No, there's not. Because like, you know, no class would be the closest place to that. But then, like, you know, if you go there on a random Tuesday and they don't have anything going on, it's just the bartender's playlist, which could yeah. be anything. You know? Do you think? Do you think the the city needs a place like that? Do you think it would do well here? Do you think you could 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 have a metal venue type thing and 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 exclusively hmm. a metal thing? Uh, uh, There's a lot of metal bands, dude. I mean, and, and it doesn't have to be like death metal. I mean, like literally, you know. I think it's too fragmented for it to work. You I think, think so. People too much of the same thing. People start fighting, like you know. <laughs> you think so? I think so because like it's you know metal too. It's so freaking subgenre and yeah, divided and you think people be like you I don't belong here. Nah, that's just like you. Metal's too general, I think. 
there's that place over in Broadview or something like that that's like a metal bar, and I hear that's cool. It's like oh, is there metal a- all the time in horror movies? Oh, really? I, I think it works out, but I haven't. I have actually haven't made it there yet. Oh, but yeah, what's going on? I gotta get that fucking fly out of here. Oh, is he getting in the camera? Yeah, it's all over the fucking place. It's driving me out of my fucking head. <laughs> oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah. I saw it. It's the fucking, as soon as I was fucking with those kids. Did he go? Nope. Um, so, you're also in, you mentioned before, you're in a band named Sperm. Yeah. And Sperm's another. It's uh, sper- Sperm is death metal. So, all right, this is kind of confusing. There's this whole resurgence right now of old school death metal. It's I actually called OSDM, like old school death metal. They're new bands trying to sound like they're from the 90s with everything that comes with that. The freaking high tops, the fucking mullets. Oh, the, 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 like, seat, all the, the look shit. and everything. Everything. And I started this band to kind of make fun of all that. <laughs> oh, really? As much as I've participated in it, I have plenty of white high tops and shit. And <laughs> I'm, I'm poking fun at myself. So, like, you know, we try to act like dumb rednecks that drink too much. And we have uh, stage names and stuff. And, oh, really? Yeah, whole personas and stuff. And, oh, so this is that kind of thing. Yeah, so it started. It's like a project band that you guys are kind of like. Yeah, it was like my friends. I got my my uh, best friend. He's a drummer in uh, Grateful Dead bands to p- come play death metal. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but uh, so the whole premise is like a joke, right? And it was just a way for me and my friends to have fun and. Get fucked up. Get fucked up pretty much, <laughs> yep. And then, of course, as soon as I start making it a joke, it turns into something real. And then I get all these fucking gig offers, and then I'm like, okay, I have to, we got to actually practice and not get fucked up. And Yeah, right. It's exactly. got to, it's, it takes the fun of what that we, it was intended for. It's funny how it happens. but It does yep. happen that way. Yep. Um, one more band I wanted to go over. The, the fifth band you're in is, is Hammer. Hammer. And anybody wants to look it up, it's H-M-M-R. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got the shirt on. Nice. Yeah. So this was fun because um, we are, we're much like that, like Venom. I think closest to Venom oh. or Bathory or something like as that. As classic a metal sound yep. as you can get. No double kick. All like DB, you know, the whole time. Um, kind of the satanic theme and looks, you know, looks black metal-y, but um, it sounds like Venom, it, it, you know, something like that. So it's fun because uh, I've never been in a band like that where I don't have to keep my double bass chops up and it's kind of just all all balls to the wall all the time yeah, right 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 and uh real rock and metal real rock yeah. yeah really you know like uh if you know the band midnight uh the guitar player midnight did a guest solo on the first album it's very much that same like party groove you know, type yeah metal what's cool about this band too is um i got poached like just random cold call from a guy like hey we need a drummer and somebody recommended you and like that's never happened it's always been someone i know you know yeah right right, always, right. i don't know it felt gratifying you feel like it's gone outside of yeah. the realm of the little circle here and now it's, you're, you've kind of spread out a little For bit sure yep but that is cool because you are right i think you're and when you say that you're you're kind of like you know not to toot your own horn or anything but you're kind of unique in the fact that you've gone all the way with the whole model drummer thing mm-hmm. you've you've gotten the double bass thing you 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 know like there's certain tools that you got to have as a drummer mm-hmm. if you're going to play this kind of music you got to be able to walk into and say you can do these things or else yeah. you're, you're useless yep. to these bands yep and because there's not a lot of them kind of like a bass player they're rare you know what a I mean? real bass player yeah, yeah they're rare, rare you know so you like if you're that guy Very. you could you could play with any band because they all need you you know everybody needs that guy yep um and you're you kind of fall into that realm of things um 
as far as these bands go now, you know, like I said, you're in five, and some of these you said you're, you know, from you're rarely, you're actually pretty young in these bands. One year mm-hmm. about for each of them. Yep. Um, you guys playing gigs? You gigging with all these bands too? Is it just? It's not just practice. I mean, you're you're yeah. playing out with these bands. Yep. Is it always local? You've been pretty staying local with these bands so far. Is, yeah, you know, we play a lot of Cleveland, so it's Foundry and No Class is like my two home home bases. No Class really is the bulk of my gigs. Um, but then like we have a lot of Akron gigs out in Annabelle's or sometimes house shows. Got one in Sandusky coming up. Sarcophagus is starting to go out of state more. We did one in Buffalo uh a couple months ago. We just bought a trailer. So we're hoping into Oh really? Yeah, hoping to get on the road more. So you guys so some these bands are actually taking off for you and stuff like that. Well, I mean it's not it's not just like So the the way this whole like new wave of death metal goes, it's you know, internet based, of course. And these labels that we get on, they're they're small one man operations usually, right? But they have you know ten thousand followers on Instagram or something like that, yeah. and then there's twelve other bands on that label, and they're all in different cities. So you have a built in network just from being part of this scene, even if you're not on one of those special labels. It's just like everybody takes care of each other, knows each other. I have bands crash at my house all the time after oh, gigs, cool. and like you just try to you know. Yeah, we had keep it together. We had somebody on a, not too long ago, and they were talking about um, how what they're doing is is they have bands from like Indiana mm-hmm. and and say Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and so they'll all three play in the Wisconsin gig, mm-hmm. and they all stay together. And then they all three come to the Indiana gig, totally. and they all three they all kind of like instead of you know that's how they promote each yep. other, and you, and you can get, get more of a draw. interstate yep. uh, or you know and. Yeah, and the other thing they were saying that's nice about doing it that way is whenever you go to, say, like a, a, a place where you're gigging out of state mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't know what the best restaurants are. You yeah, don't know anything. Yep. Here you're with one of the bands that live there. Yep. You always know where you're at and what you're doing and yep. da 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 da. So, like, yep. those would be like, like a little mini tour, you know? That's, like, yeah, it's the way to do it because, you know, promoters don't take care of you like that. No. <laughs> well, and in this world we're living in, I mean, yep. self promotion is it. It's from, it's and it. bands helping each other yep. is what it's about. Absolutely. Is, 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 um, what do you, what do you, would you, how would you rate the, the local scene, metal scene in Cleveland? How is it now? I mean, As for, so for, for, for death metal specifically, yeah. People in other cities think like, Ohio is it like really? every band's coming out of Ohio and every band is coming out of Ohio but that doesn't mean that we have like a huge huge scene so like I like this summer like I, I was seeing some like DIY gigs for these some death metal bands like out in like Pacific Northwest area and they got you know fucking thousand people showing up to a generator show really yeah and like people think that we got that going on here and it's like well we out of the bands but yeah, well, the, the generator shows. I mean, I yeah. remember they were doing that out in like the desert over like in California. Yeah. They had yeah. those giant generator shows. We, I mean, we do them here too. Like, well, last year we had a big generator show down at uh, Crooked River Skate Park in the Flats. Oh. and it was big. I mean, like you know, few hundred people came out. But um, how do you get permission to do something like that? You don't. You don't. No. So we we showed up with the gear and a generator, and the ranger comes by and says. Just pick up your shit. <laughs> Are you serious? And we got trash bags and picked up the shit, and everything went off fine. And nothing afterwards. Nothing. And you think you could pull this off again? Yeah, we're thinking. We thinking. We're we're thinking right now that we can. We're, we we want to do it in the summer. Wow, dude, that's really interesting. And there are smaller generator shows. There's one Monday. There's 
punk, the punk kids really keep that shit alive. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. was a it was an endeavor to do a death metal one because you need more sound and yeah, a, right, a little, little bigger generator and yeah, you know, fucking aggression. <laughs> how, how are you? How do you feel about punk music? Are you into punk also? I, I so since no class is kind of like the home base for metal. Formerly, now that's class. That was like a punk bar, right? Like tried and true punk bar. Uh, I lived at the house next door to now that now that's class, which is like a punk house. Like for twenty years, all punk bands. We throw shows in the basement and stuff like that. Um, so I really like got a huge dose of punk all at once when I moved there. So I was never like a guy that like grew up listening to punk. No, like my sister was into like Dead Kennedys and shit like that growing up, but. Uh, you know, I didn't listen to like Minor Threat or Black Flag until like a year or two ago. You know, oh honestly. really? So it's it's really new. Yeah. So like, yeah. Uh, it's new, but I do appreciate it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you caught me off guard right there with long, that. Yeah. Long, <laughs> long story short, you fucking long. just cut it off right there. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um. So you lived over there. You lived at the house next door to yep. the to the bar itself. Yep. That's gotta be. It was like wild. an extension. It was like an extension. It was well, yeah, oh, really? Well how, did, how, well, how did you get into that? How does that happen? Uh, well, I was just into the DIY scene, and I needed a place to live. That and so there was already a bunch of dudes that. living there, and you and, they, yeah. and you just kind of like joined the, the well, fraternity yeah, almost? Yeah. Like? What got me into all that DIY stuff, we didn't even talk about any of this. I was really into noise music, straight up fucking harsh noise, like <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and... Um, that's like a very DIY, very underground, as you can imagine, is not for the no. the masses. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and I just met those guys through that. You just go into warehouse shows and house shows and shit like that, and they just become friends, and then you hear that they have a room open. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it, it oh, is. Oh, what a cool band with assault too. You should check them out if you like that old thrash. Yeah, They're that's what he said, and he's and he's like kids are like loving seventeen or something. Yeah, he loves them. Really? Yeah, so I. Uh, two of those guys in that band are in this band, uh, Mutilation Barbecue. Yeah, I, right. I, he was I talking with, about I them. I play with them all the time. No shit. All the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, those are my homies. And then Grant, my guitar player in Sperm and Immortal Rope, is in a band with some of the guys in Assault. No shit. So yeah. they're another, you guys are all like that, right? Yep. It's like it's, it's just I, like a huge always. group, and you guys just change parts. Always. Yep. No shit, yep. man. That makes it even more fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a big, it's like a big freaking, like I say, it's, it's, these, it's these factions that have created mm -hmm. through the scenes where they're just all over the place. And it's like this big group. I, Cause we always talk about like the fact that swingers. Yep. Yeah. They're like, they're like <laughs> musical swingers. It's nice, it's, it's nice though. Cause then like, <laughs> like the competition's there, but like, I feel like because we're so close knit and, and everyone's bands, like there's no animosity, like, you know? Yeah. Except unless we're playing together. I'm playing your band's playing. It's yeah. not animosity, but oh yeah, there's always like yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, better yeah. than us tonight. Yeah, damn it, God yeah, damn. My, my double faces were killing you tonight. Totally. No, like it, it, it lights a fire under you for sure. Absolutely, especially man. those fucking young kids in, in assault and and <laughs> mutilation barbecue. <There's laughs> they make you sick. 16. You're like these sons. Of, yeah, they're really good, huh? Bastard. Are they really that good? Oh, they're great. Yeah, I've heard. I've listened to them. I've yeah. I've listened to the, some of the stuff, and it is. It's cool, man. Cool stuff. It's cool that Cleveland scene is is happening again, man. Yeah. We just got to freaking get it maybe a little you know like yeah the problem with cleveland always was is that people never took it seriously and that has yeah. always just been a stigma and i i don't i don't know that it's as bad as it once was i don't think it's as bad as it once was mm -hmm. but still it's just like it's not the way it really is there's a lot of great stuff coming out of here isn't mm -hmm. there i mean like there's absolutely. a lot of there's a lot of talent here absolutely i mean the best musicians some of the best musicians i know are like 
guys that you know they're so in the wool that they don't even put shit out you know yeah right. how many guys like that do you know right no it's true they're always the best yeah do you know as far as putting stuff out these bands that you're in do you do you consistently record with them also and put yeah. stuff out and mm -hmm. so so these are all bands that are all original mm -hmm. so and you're all you're putting music out with all of them mm -hmm. and you're and you're gigging with all of them mm -hmm. yep <laughs> yeah so <laughs> it's busy but uh so yeah but how do you who manages this for you do you manage this also on your own or do you get any help i mean like everybody a, helps everybody takes a role um you know in, in all my bands i'm not the guy that kind of takes care of everything because when, when you're a band these days especially with metal you're a merch machine that's how you make all your money i know that's true you put up a fucking pre-order of a t-shirt and then it pays for itself on the pre-order and then you know yeah you right. gotta sit there and mail out flyers and t-shirts and bundles and shit and all that and like i've never been the guy that does that but you, you, but you got guys in the band for yeah, that you got a guy for it right yeah every somebody does in every band yep no kidding every band you do that that's part that's part of it yep is, is that something that you bring to the table and say, "Hey, this is the blueprint that I that I"? Or do you guys all? Is it just like understood? Because I don't think all bands are doing that. No, it with the, with this type of metal, they are. It's kind of just par oh. for the course. Um, yeah, but it you know it's nice too because when you have to deal with merch and all that shit and t-shirts and all that, you get to sculpt what you want to present, right? So like everything says something you know your graphic every graphic that you get for a t-shirt and stuff builds towards you know sounds corny but like the lore you know of your band yeah, no, you, sure. know, you know so that's fun i love doing that you know i sit on instagram all day f fucking following all these metal artists and we send like oh this one's cool send it to the band see what they say and uh you know if you all these artists too the way this works these metal guys is they'll put out images and then under it they'll say like you can license this for 60 bucks oh. you know or you can commission with them for more money if they'll draw what you want but they put out ones that are already done for commission i got it almost like so, a pattern it's yep. like a, a tattoo pattern almost right. that you go in you yep. say you want to purchase this and and it's, a, it's a lot cheaper that way so like you know you get a 60 dollar graphic and then you put a pre-order up for a t-shirt for it and, you and get it's faster that way too because it's fast. already done you just pop them together yep. and Mm -hmm. how it comes yep no that's kind of cool mm -hmm. yep now you're in now a lot you, when you were talking to me about some of the bands you're in you're talking about some of the black metal type stuff and some of the satanic stuff that goes along with some of this mm -hmm. stuff and mm -hmm. obviously if you've been alive very long you understand how this has played out throughout the centuries as far as yep. when satan enters into music and yep. how this is all perceived yep. and um, I was into black metal when I was mm -hmm. when I was younger, mm -hmm. and the way I always took it, mm -hmm. and I've, I, I don't really know, I've really talked to anybody about this, so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious what you think. The way I always took it was like, when you create this music, it's kind of like creating a horror movie. Mm -hmm. So you're you're really just, you know, a guy who creates a horror movie about the devil isn't necessarily a Satan worshiper, mm -hmm. but he understands that there's an effect that the devil can give. Right to the certain type of thing that creates mm -hmm. this sort of feeling and, and goes from there. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, granted, I, I, I'm sure there's plenty of death metal and black metal bands that worship the devil there, and that exists also. They're out there. But I'm saying like, it's, that doesn't, that's not why it's being done. I think a lot of it is just, Absolutely. it's a, it's a, it's a feeling that, that, that it blends invokes, well with the music. It invokes something, right? Yes. Yeah. You're getting to the point of it. I think I like the, it's like a horror movie. Yeah. You, you're just building yeah, some type of atmosphere and and uh, 
you know, condi- you know, Satan is a good condition for that, and right, evil yeah. and darkness and all that. One hundred percent, and that's what Satan really yeah. represents. It's not necessarily yeah. having to be this figure person yeah. or anything. It it's just about represents hedonism and, and power and aggression, and yeah. that's what the the music is, right? So one hundred percent. That's what it is. Yeah. So, so like when you when you guys are writing these songs, mm-hmm. uh, and and you have to create that kind of stuff, <laughs> where do where do you guys draw that from? I, I mean, is it, do, do you do do you feel like you draw it from other music and other bands too? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm a huge like nerd too. Like I'm real into like fantasy and anime and shit like that. Oh, so oh, like oh. there, you know, there's times where I'm watching an episode of something and a song comes out. You know, that's happened, and I'll. Lyrics start getting written, you know, and if you read the lyrics, you wouldn't know, but you know, it gives me the somehow the, seeds, the idea, you know, came yeah, there. the yeah. seeds, you know, get planted, and then you know, there's sometimes where I have like a whole concept album, and it, you know, I don't like to think of it like that. It's not like a prog concept thing, but yeah. you know, it happens when it, all the lyrics in a row, you're like, oh, this is actually a whole yeah, this all kind of thing. goes yeah. together in yeah. some yep. strange way. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. Dreams. Some, it's happened with dreams. I've, I've had dreams where I wake up and fucking write and. Really? Yeah. yeah. Do Do you tend to write when you say write? Do you tend to write the ver- the lyrics out and then find a way to put music to those lyrics? Is that a common way for you to do it? Or I have like this big notepad in my phone with like either phrases or sentences, sometimes paragraphs. And what usually happens is like close to the recording, I start to arrange them into something. Because especially being the the drummer singer, I have all my vocal patterns down um, before I record. Because I kind of have to know where I can play these and still play them. <laughs> oh. Is it because if I don't think about that, then when I have to go play a gig, I'm fucked. <laughs> you know, like oh, oh shit, I'm doing a fill there and I'm supposed to be screaming. You yeah, know, shit right, like right, that. Right, you know, right, right, um, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not doing those at the same time when you record. Yeah, you I mean, it happens, and then I have to learn it. But like, I, you know, you try to be mindful and not paint yourself in a corner. Yeah, fuck yourself. Too much. Yep. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, what happens is I usually start to compress all my lyrics. Sometimes even while I'm on the mic or it's like all right this is going here this is going here record you know sometimes it, oh, it, really? sometimes it's all like that sometimes it's that week where i finally put it together but yeah it varies no kidding mm-hmm. do you are you is this writing something that you used to do before this or is this oh, something you just kind of picked up I, well with this kind of music too it's not necessarily something that has to rhyme all the time yeah you yep. can get away from all that right. you can you can stray from the common you know what man i it's so funny the last thing i recorded i've, I've never cared about any of that stuff and then I made every single fucking thing rhyme. You did it. Yeah, you did. I just I was just like on purpose. I mean, you did. You wanted yeah. to see if it was it one of them challenges that you kind of did, or is it? I, I think it was just I was like reading Token a lot, and oh. you know, like the all the poems and songs and and Lord of the Rings and stuff. They're just for text, right? And they're so like flowy and musical, and I uh, just wanted to do something like that. And it this band also has like a little least less harsh vocals you can kind of hear some words oh yeah it's not, so it's i was not like hey, yeah i wanted it to all flow and look like a poem on a on a page and stuff and you know when we have a booklet like you know it'll be have stanzas like a poet yeah right poem. it, it has it has cool. phrasing mm-hmm. and everything yeah. like that so it's punctuate like the, weird punctuation yeah yeah what so do you enjoy it i mean do you enjoy do the not, writing absolutely. aspect of it yeah like no i i didn't do anything like this before i uh wrote for for bands i was never like a writer for leisure or poet or anything like no. that no but um i love it now i do i it's stressful sometimes like when you know like well we're recording this week and i don't have shit <laughs> you know yeah, but, right. um, yeah, 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 but yeah. no it's usually usually i have stuff now it's always in my head it's always in the back of my head like oh maybe you should write that down yeah, like, yeah. once you like break that barrier and start thinking that way like 
it starts to fall into place. Yeah, so I forgot what I was going to ask. I just fucking forgot what I was going to ask you. Um, ah, damn it, I had something that went perfectly with this. Um, this happens to me. This is pot. Yeah. This is marijuana. It does. It's where I switch channels. Um, how much time we got left? Got uh, twelve minutes. All right, let's uh, let's do this. Is there any? Is there anything specifically that you want to talk about? Um, as far as gigs go and stuff like that, this is going to come out probably beginning of September. Beginning of September. Yeah, that's probably okay. when this is going to air. Okay. So if you've got gigs that you've got someone booked after that, you want to kind of talk about those a little bit. We can. If there's stories you want to talk about about gigs and stuff that you've done, uh-huh. we can talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to promote specifically? We talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anything late gigs? Well, um, well, a moral like my latest recording is with a moral rope. This rumor I said like this is kind of my baby right now. Okay, that's um, the okay. So you just you just recorded something with them? Ju- yeah, just recorded that. Yeah, we could talk about recording processes too. Um, yeah. I everything I've ever recorded has been, I think, at my house with my gear. Everything I've ever recorded. Oh, all, all the bands you've yep, ever been in. I got. Vi- oh, so you, you your studio is is where you everyone the bands that you come in you go there. Yeah. So are you actually engineering all this also? No, I'm very bad. So you have somebody stuff. that does that works with your equipment. Uh so um, Grant, who I've mentioned, my guitar player of Sperm and Immoral Rope, and formerly of Noxus. Your sidekick. Yeah, my sidekick. He's a freaking wizard with uh, that stuff, and uh, he's an. That's why I like keeping him around too. He's recorded things. He, <laughs> That's why I he, he's like recorded. He's recorded things that he's not even on for me. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. He'll just come over, run the gear. Yeah. So like, so is a lot of this because you're the drummer. It's better to just have everything at the drummer's house. Yes, and then, I think and, I think that was half of it. Is like we practice there. Why don't I just buy the fucking gear, have it set up so that we can get this recorded? And with this old death metal stuff, you know, there's a line that you tow of wanting to sound clean right uh a lot of guys hate really clean posh recordings yeah i'm kind of one of them so um you know recording in a basement on subpar gear kind of lends itself to the sound you're going for it ends up yeah it ends up just adding to everything i mean there's been some projects where we record live you know analog now do you record analog or are you recording digital we record digital uh my actually i just got in contact with somebody that is a Real to real, and we've been thinking of using that. But you that, better polish up before you exactly. start going. It's like, oh man, what, am I gonna fuck up a take and have to spend two hundred on a new reel? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 it is it is. Yeah. I guess it is in a way cool in the way yeah. that it's challenging and it's yeah. stuff like that. You know. Yeah. But I mean, I don't. I, you know, I mean, to each their own about all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, really, it's not. I think it's more of the process of doing it these days. You can make anything sound the way you want it. I to, right? I, well, I think people love to say. Oh, we recorded this analog. Yeah. I just think that it's become a, a, a cool thing to yeah. do or say. Yeah, it's, it's like the vinyl resurgence kind of. Yeah, it's, it is. It is history for sure. It is. Yeah, because I don't, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure one sounds that much better or this or that. I think it's all. I think that's all just a very. Uh, I think these days digital is so good. You. Could, it's, yeah, it's it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, in, you know, early two thousands something, you could only get. The clearest sound analog, but those days are long fucking gone. Yeah, right, long, right, right, long. right, right. Everything is digital now from start to finish, yep. and it's and it's clean as hell. Yep. Um. All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up right there. I I don't think there's anything really much left to talk about. Yeah. Um. You really freaking are interesting, dude. Um. Yeah, thanks. One more quick thing I wanted to talk about. You yeah. did bring up Noxious. 
Oh yeah, Noxus. That was my so not not noxious. Noxus. Not 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 noxious. It's, I like noxious. Yeah. Um, um. So it's Noxus. So about Noxus, you were the drummer so, there and, and vocal player there. You're not any longer. Yeah. So when I, uh, before when I was doing all my DJ gigs and shit, I was actually like really head down trying to fucking do that full time. Um. I slowly transitioned to playing drums again, and uh, I had one band before Noxus, Book of Death, nothing serious. Noxus was my first one where I was like, all right, we fucking get this recorded, get on a label, pick a label that we want, try to get that label, you know, all the fucking intangibles that come with that, the social media, all the, you know, that was my first real band in the way that all these five are now. Um, and it was straight up death metal. It was a, a genre to me that was pretty new. I, I, I came, I've always been a drummer, but uh, never that type of Cannibal Corpse death metal. And uh, yeah, it was just like a way to, for me to really fucking hone my chops. Yeah. I, I, that band before and after, I'm a totally fucking different drummer. No like, kidding. you know, the bass player that started the band with me, he's a uh, absolutely insane uh you know five string fucking dream, oh. dream theater type bass player and he pushed the shit out of me you know i really i i remember being scared for practice you know because i didn't want to like look like a fucking chump yeah you, you felt know? you felt like you were totally, inferior with this guy totally totally cool, yeah so cool. it brought a lot out of me and we, we recorded um we got a demo tape an ep and then a split it all comes out to about like eight or nine songs, so almost an album worth, and then we put that out as an album oh, later, I, after, too. Oh, cool. Um, but, yeah, uh, that was, like, me cutting my teeth with gigs and all that. I think we, you know, not to do my own horn, but we were badass. Oh, and really? We, we were a badass band, and it opened up so many doors to me. Like, you know, it fell out and shit, and we're all still friends, but uh, that's when the call started coming. Like, oh, Ray's not in Noxus anymore? Fuck. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's get him. Yeah. While we yep, can. Yep. Yep. That's cool, though. Yeah, it's cool to know that you're wanted. It's cool to know that you're good enough yeah. to play. It's good you you've all your hard work is paid off in that way for sure. I mean, and like you spend some time in the in between there with imposter syndrome, like especially with that band being the first one. You're like, uh -huh. I think we fucking killed tonight, right? Like, I think we yeah, were, I imposter think, syndrome I think is we were funny. the best one tonight, yeah. right? You know, and now looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, we were definitely yeah, right. that gig was as good as I remember. Well, you didn't, you, you didn't know? have the confidence at the time. You right. know, you had to build it up to the point where now you're, you're you you can go into something with pure confidence and yep. kill. Absolutely, yep, yeah, big learning experience. All right, Ray, it's been awesome having you on. We're out of time. All right, we're gonna freaking uh, call it call it a day, yeah. call it a week. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming down, man. This was fun. Hell yeah, Hell dude. Yeah. We'll be looking out for some of these bands. We'll be I'll be posting some of this stuff. Absolutely. You can go on our website also and uh look yep. out for stuff like that because yep. Pat will always be we posting. All got, we all got Instagrams, we put up the fucking gigs and stuff. None of us are slowing down. Cool. Yep. Cool. And the scenes the key, the scene is solid. The scene's big, man. Beautiful. Come out to a gig. Beautiful. All right, guys. That's it from us. Check out Ray and on one of his bands, Sarcophagus, Sarcophagus, Orphaned, Immoral Rope, Sperm. And Hammer. Any one of them bands will do. Yeah. All right. That's it for us. See you guys later.